Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. In the 90s, Nickelodeon had hit after enormous hit. For decades, these shows would launch the careers of young performers who would become major stars. But behind the scenes, the casts and crews say they faced painful incidents of harassment and abuse, including child predators working in their midst. Now, the victims are finally speaking out, revealing the true dangers of putting children in the spotlight. Quiet on set, the dark side of kids' TV. An ID true crime event starts Sunday at 9 on ID and stream on Max. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on The 90s Cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interaction, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the90scruise.com to book your cabin. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. It's 902-1ONG with Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. You know what's going to be fun? What? Talking to John Sears today. We have him on the podcast. We do. The one and only Paul Johansson. Yep. He played oh my the confident and brash John Sears on the fourth season. And uh, we have a little talk with him right about now. Very exciting. Hi. Oh, a kitty. <gasps> this is Jack. <laughs> oh, Hi, my God. Is that? Um, what? Oh, sorry. Jack's We're really new. excited to see you too. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that Jack's cat's new to the cute. family. Is yeah. that a bangle? I have to ask my girlfriend what this is. It's a, it's a, she saved it from a homeless person on the side of the road Aww. and paid $20 for Jack when she was, I guess, two weeks old, really, really little. And so, um, you know, newest member of the family and will attack me during this whole conversation. <laughs> Perfect. He's on full feral do. mode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's so great Paul to Joe see Hansen. you. Hi, Paul. Oh my gosh. When's the last time we, we laid eyes on you? At Ian Ziering's screening of his movie in Burbank. <gasps> yes. Sharknado? Uh, no. The other one. The zombie. 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 Oh, that was recent. Zombie apocalypse? Yes. It was like, uh, 
Yeah, like a year ago, I think. Yeah. Wow. Seems like We're, 10 years ago to me. I know, right? <laughs> How are you guys? We're good. Hi. Thank you for being on the show. I'm really flattered to be invited, to be honest with you. You were on 90210 for a really long time. How many episodes do you recall? I did 22. 22? Yeah. Wow. Uncle Aaron, Tori's dad, called me and said, all right, I got one for you, kid. <laughs> I'm like, great. <laughs> Wait, what did you guys, had you worked with him before, obviously? I knew him through Jason. And, oh, okay. Um, and I had done uh, Parker Lewis before that. And Lo I think Lonesome Dove, the series. And, and you know, I got to be honest with you. I miss those phone calls so much. He would call me and he was always so sweet. And so like, he, like he was doing, like I was doing him a favor to come work for him, uh -huh. like as, as if, right? <laughs> and I love that vibe that he gave me all the time. I got another one for you, kid. <laughs> it was really sweet. So you were oh, friends with Jason before... Nine or two and mm -hmm. out, right? Yeah, I don't know if Jason ever got, told you guys this story, but you know, we um, we actually had a, a manager by the name of Frank Levy, who was a sweet guy who saw me in something that I'd done in Vancouver and saw Jason's in me done in Vancouver, like this sort of like test audition thing, and he flew us both down and basically put us in an apartment paid for our apartment, paid for it, gave us a car to use, paid for acting classes, paid for cars to drive us around to auditions, paid for voice lessons to get rid of our Canadian accent. And um, he just literally threw himself into believing that he was going to get his money back. And about three years into that, he had an aneurysm on the set of one of the movies he was producing and he died. Oh, And he was the oh. kindest, sweetest, most generous guy. His name was Frank Levy. And literally he started us off and he managed Gregory Harrison's career for years. Just a great man, you know, back in the days when people were like kind of developing, you know, mm -hmm. talent, right? Mm -hmm. I had Wait, to put talent did you clubs. live with Brad Pitt too? I was at Clump. Now that was Jason and Bernie Coulson. Okay. Bernie Coulson was the little blonde boy in The Accused with Jodie Foster. Okay. Wonderful actor. And he had done a movie with, with Brad in... Um, in, in Vancouver, an ABC after school special. And so Brad was kind of running around, hanging out with us quite a bit. And Jack wants to get involved. And um, so I was guesting in that, that sort of crash apartment with Brad and Bernie and Jason. And it was kind of, you know, you know, you knew us back then we were like unhinged and, you know, <laughs> right. And, you know, thinking that the world was going to be ours one day. You know, and yeah, I'll tell you one thing about Brad, though. He came over one day with an audition for a for a movie that I had just auditioned for. And I was told that I was like one of like their top choice. And I was, mm -hmm. you know, I was feeling myself back then. I was like, you know, walking tall in the life. Mm -hmm. And he comes in and he said, yeah. And so he asked me and Jason, we we're running lines with him. And it was Thelma and Louise. Oh, my gosh. So clearly. <laughs> that could have been you. Well, no, I mean it was his Damn. because it was always. I believe in those things. You I know, do the right, too. Yeah, you do too, Tori. Yes. Destiny. I do. It's it works out the way it's supposed to work out. But wait, twenty two episode episodes you were on. Yeah. So you didn't audition for this. My dad just um, called and was like, "I got one for you." He had me come in, but he kind of told me you know, anything you hear. Jack walks across the keyboard every few seconds. Um, we can't hear it. You can't hear. <laughs> you no, know, I did have to come in. And as I was going in, there was a guy outside who told me um, he was another actor and he was auditioning for the part. 
and he told me um, that he had heard that I'd already got the job. And I felt like, oh, no, 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 it's all good, man. Like, you know, no, I'm sure that's not true. Trying to always, you know how we are. We're always trying to make everyone feel good about themselves and downplaying it. But I kind of was like really happy to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, I think we went through the process. Wait, one more thing. You, I thought you were Canadian, but you were not Canadian. You are born in the U.S. Born in Spokane, right? My dad was played hockey for the Red Wings. Mm. And played played professional hockey all throughout his life. And then when he retired, he moved us back to Canada where he was from. So I did. I grew up in Canada for 10 years before I relocated back to Los Angeles. And in those 10 years, you developed a Canadian accent that you had oh, to yeah. lose once you got to all Hollywood. All kinds of Canadian things like, like, <laughs> like, uh, hockey. like self-effacing humor, uh, <laughs> hockey, right? Saying I'm sorry all the time. <laughs> all, those, so all the Canadianisms. Yeah. Have you guys shot in Canada? I'm sure you oh, have. Yeah. yeah, Vancouver mostly. We did the reboot um, BH90210 in Vancouver. Yeah. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Was it so a good it like Beverly Hills. Yeah, sure. Why not? Didn't really look yeah. that much like Beverly Hills, no. but mm-hmm. we had a great they had time. To, they had to bring in fake palm trees. And then it was <laughs> yeah. like, oh, it's Beverly Hills. Yeah, fake palm trees for, for, for Beverly Hills. <laughs> Look, we all know that a healthy diet and regular exercise is key when it comes to feeling your best inside and out. But if you feel like you are putting in the work, you could just still use a little extra help getting rid of unwanted fat in stubborn areas of your body. Sonobello can help. Sonobello doctors use micro laser technology to help you lose fat in areas like your tummy, thighs, or even your arms. Nothing can take the place of a healthy lifestyle. But it is good to know that Sonobello offers ways to help you achieve the results you are looking for. Give yourself the gift of a full body reset. You deserve to be happy. Schedule your free consultation, learn all about micro laser fat removal, and ask about their techniques to remove loose skin. Sonobello is running a great special right now, by the way. Visit sonobello.com slash OMG. That's Sono. Bello, B-E-L-L-O dot com slash O-M-G. How would you like to upgrade your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices? With Quince, you can. Quince will transform the way you shop. They offer a range of high quality items priced within reach. Like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50. Organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I got some hoop earrings that I am loving and wearing every day. And I got a super comfy pair of slippers that you can feel the quality and the prices are so reasonable. It should be your shopping go-to. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash 90210 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash 90210 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash 90210.
I'm sure you've seen the viral beauty products all over social media from Thrive Cosmetics, like the tubing mascara, you know, the one with the turquoise tube everyone is loving. I can be pretty picky when it comes to beauty products, and I'm a big fan of Thrive Cosmetics, especially because they are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. They're made with clean, skin-loving ingredients, high-performance and trademarked formulas, and uncompromising standards. And their bestsellers have thousands of five-star reviews. Plus, I like how Thrive Cosmetics gives back. For every product purchase, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. They have so many products to choose from. I love their brilliant eye brightener. Just apply some to the inner corner of your eye and it's like an instant eye lift, you guys. You can even use it as an eyeshadow. And they have 16 shades to choose from. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 20% off your first order. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Velour XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Let's stay on the on the Beverly Hills Nine Two One questions before we move on because we want to ask you more. But did what did you think of John Sears? Like, what was your impression of that character? Um. Well, first off, we have to remember that we're young actors then, mm-hmm. and so what we know now mm-hmm. um, is a, you have to sort of put it into perspective. So, what I understood back then was it was. A, the groundbreaking show for its, it was like the, you know, the first of its kind. It broke the network. It created, um, you know, the genre that, that I ended up doing um, uh, One Tree Hill for 10 years on. You know, that was the genre that created that opportunity for those shows to, to, to be. So I think what I thought about the character was that um, it was complicated because I kind of knew I was going to be kind mm-hmm. of a, a bad dude, but mm-hmm. I didn't realize there would be, because they don't really tell you where they're going to go with it. But, you know, it didn't really bother me that much that I had to sort of like go to places that, that I'm not really personally comfortable with. Right. Because I've always felt that, you know, it's kind of my job to reflect society and to not pass judgment on the roles that I play. 
Um, there's certain things that I won't do, but, you know, at that time, you know, I think that what we were doing, we were sort of bringing, and especially that show was bringing a lot of things like, you know, um, you know, there was, there was drug abuse, there was, you know, sexual abuse, there was all kinds of things that that show was pointing fingers at. And I thought those are important things. And I think when you have to be the guy who's playing the bad person, it's important, you know, that you're not um, holding back, you know, yeah, I mean, Jen, you and I had some scenes together. There was mm-hmm. a scene that was pretty uncomfortable where I was supposed to be pushing myself on you in the bedroom, you know, and, you know, no, well, we haven't gotten to that episode it. yet. So just so you know, when <laughs> you this episode that? airs, she, she does not it's, remember. You know what it is? It's, so a, it, the, it's a great, it's a great promo. We'll call when that a this promo. episode airs, you're still like woo- wooing her. You're tr- you guys just wooing, had your first kiss. But it's already. still weird because you're really aggressive. You're like kind of stalking her yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think I was directed that way. You know, that was really the way that it was. It was mm-hmm. who directed that episode? Do you remember? Richard Galantz? No, that oh. he wrote it. Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Wait, I can look up. Richard Lang. Richard, Richard Lang. Lang. Oh, Richard. was it Richard Lang? He directed a lot of episodes. I did. Which and we loved him. So that was mm-hmm. our question because we just watched that episode back, and yeah. we wanted to know if you were directed that way because we felt like Kelly wouldn't have gone for like the way you came on to her was a little creepy, and we're that like, came why? Up. Why wasn't John Sears going at it a different angle to try to make her think he was nice? Like that came up, that conversation okay. came up with, with the director. And I said, and I think that we talked about it and I think the way that it was done was, you know, I don't think that we're fully developed at that age. You know what I mean? As, as like uh, aware of people's intentions and things we're, we're young. I think kids now are way ahead than where we were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't you think we are a little more yeah. naive? And yeah. I think there was some conversation revolving around that idea that it's like that thing where, oh, he said, well, girls like the bad boys. Girls like the bad boys. And that was reinforced in sort of the role that I was playing. You know what I mean? Well, you're dangerous. And then that's what's attracting her to you. You're different than other guys. You know, it's like, oh, okay. So I would play into that sort of mechanism. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Kelly, what, that wouldn't have been enough for Kelly. And I, I'm after watching that episode, just really not stoked that Kelly kissed John while mm. she's with Dylan. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. Clearly, you say yeah. something happens, and I think something bad actually happens between the two characters Yeah, that, yeah. that leaves it in a bad way. And then also, you end up having beef with, uh, with Steve's character. And, I do. I do. But I got, go a lot well. of, I got a lot of bad hate mail for the kiss. Did you? That one kiss on the on the balcony. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember then. I remember mean, it used to be mail in that email. It used to be yeah, like yeah. Mail. You had to send it with a stamp and everything. <laughs> I would have sent a bad email or I mean oh, a no. letter at that point as a viewer. Like <laughs> yeah. I would have been like, I don't like this. I don't like what's happening. But yeah, I mean, it's interesting and it makes like for conflict. So I get it. But but you know, guys, like you know, when you're a, when you're an actor in Hollywood, and this is the um, early '90s, and you're trying to make your bones and trying to get um, people to, you know, at least recognize your, you know, your abilities, and you 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 would never pass up on oh. a role on a show like this just because you might have some, you know, um, reservation. What you try and do is try and work it out in a way that you can find a way to play that character without making it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, d- completely despicable. And mm-hmm. that's what I was hoping to do, you know? Well, clearly it was effective. You made mm-hmm. an impression on a lot of yeah. people, enough for them yeah. to write letters. <laughs> but yeah. you also made an impression enough to, for it to lead to a really great gig after 90210 for you, which 
was One Tree Hill. Well, I mean, that was many years later, wasn't it? I think, when did we finish? I finished on your show in 95, oh. four. And then I went on and did a series in Paris for a year, um, a spinoff of Highlander. And then Ooh. I did, yeah. <laughs> and then I did, um, I did a bunch of shows for, for your dad after that. Uh, he but loved then I, working but with you. I loved working with him too. I was, you know, I mean, I've lost both my parents and I'll tell you something like they were always um, the kind of parents that, that I liked about him. Like he was just kind of super supportive of me and I could do no wrong. You know, he yeah. always had a, a good thought and always had something great to say and super positive. Just, and he always like, just send me messages, sweet messages, you know, like great job, kid. You know, just the, all you need, just a <laughs> yeah. little pump, you know, just That's a little nice. shot in the arm. Yeah. Really sweet. Yeah. What I, a, well, so then, he, oh, sorry. I go think, ahead. No, no. I think so it was 2003 he, oh. is when I started uh, on One Tree Hill. And then we went to 2011. That's a great run. It was a big run. And I was, I had a really, really good time. Dan and Scott, this character. Right. But John Sears really was the, you know, the seed, which became that character, Dan Scott, oh. you know, which was Mr. Total Villain. I was like, the, you know, worldwide villain dude forever. I mean, and that was it's funny because people drew a real correlation between the two characters. And there is a huge one. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Do, what do you remember about being like on the set? I mean, because you were amongst friends, you were there with Jason, who you sure. had history with, and like, was it a good experience on on the set of Nine Two One Zero? Even though your character was a little. <laughs> it's, well, I mean, you know, it was interesting. Uh oh, why are you laughing? <laughs> Tell well, us. I was around for a little bit of the drama days. You know, there was some drama. What drama going are on. you talking what about? What drama? Yeah, there was really, there was, drama. There was, there was, there was drama? Johansson, what no, drama? drama? We should say. On <laughs> Which one were oh, you there that for? Late? My goodness, I, I gotta go. <laughs> um, there was some. Um, you know, I think people were um, were. I think, you know, look, you guys were all such, I went with Jason on a lot of events because at that point him and I had spent a tremendous amount of time together and he was very generous in allowing me to sort of like, sort of take him or like go around with him on Saturday Night Live and that kind of stuff that he did. So I went with him and I saw this huge change in, in the world. I mean, there's a great story. I was really good friend. I have to drop a name on this one, but I had just in a movie with Robert Downey Jr. And him and I were like really close buddies and we were hanging out and we were going to meet up with Jason. So we met, we we're going to meet at this hotel and then go to some party, something like that. So I'm standing there with Robert and there's a bunch of girls like kind of standing over there and they're like, Oh, it's Robert Downey Jr. Oh, it's Robert Downey Jr. Like, you know, six or seven girls, some bachelorette party or something. Jason rolls up in his Alfa Romeo, gets out of the car and it's like an explosion of screams. And Ryan can oh. see Robert's face drop and just look at me and go, God, is he really that famous? And I went, yeah, he is. It was like <laughs> literally, <laughs> you know, I mean, you guys had the biggest show in the history of the world at that time. Mm -hmm. It was massive. So that can't do anything but change, you know, your perspective on life and you think it's always going to be that way when it's like that you know mm -hmm. what i mean isn't mm -hmm. it funny life becomes quite humbling when you get older so you're saying <laughs> you're saying without saying, saying it, what drama you're saying that you uh, witnessed yeah. uh, some attitudes on set perhaps uh, I think, inflated I egos maybe were we nice to you 
you guys were always nice to me. I'll be honest with you. You know, I kind of, I've always strangely been, you know, because Jason was my best friend. So I was always sort of strangely sort of treated very, very kindly by everybody in a way that I kind of didn't earn it because I was Jason's friend and everyone loved Jay. Um, and I think that I kind of felt like I wanted to like earn people's friendship on who I was on my own, but it was just, it was sweet that everyone was so nice to me. And I kind of tried to make, but it's hard when you're, when uh, you guys have done guest stars now, you know, you've had really, really huge careers. So you understand when you go to someone else's house, you really kind of want to be respectful and not mm -hmm. step on toes and, and really don't be the problem. Let somebody else be the problem, mm -hmm. you know? And that was kind of my attitude on that show is I didn't, I didn't want to get any special treatment because Jason was my best friend. I didn't want any of these things. So I really kind of wanted to earn my way. So when there was something going on, I was trying to make sure I take like two steps back and just make sure I wasn't in any of it, mm -hmm. you know, but yeah, look, the, the, we had it on our show too. We had tremendous like things, but that's the fun, right? And that's a family thing. Families do that. They love each other. They argue. Right. They get along. That's yes. what a family is, right? Are, are you still friends with Jason? Do you guys still hang out? Well, not so much. No, we don't hang out so much. I mean, life is, uh, I went away for 10 years to North Carolina. Um, you know, my wife and I were together for a long time. We got separated and, you know, you, you know, things, life. you know, the dynamics change mm -hmm. and interests change. And he's a, a tremendous human being and very sweet. And um, I don't, you know, the last time I think we spoke uh, was, um, I think, you know, and after Luke's passing, uh, we had a few words, but, you know, I see Ian all the time. I saw Ian this weekend. I hung out with him. You we did? went to We went to an opening of the new um, Roku and Boa in Manhattan Beach together. Oh, my God. Super fun. And he's just a sweetheart. He's great. He's got those beautiful kids, you know, and he's. Yeah. He's doing great. He's the he's same, right? Dude. Exactly. Yeah. Same guy. He's, he's just lovely. He's Steve Sanders. <laughs> yeah. Right? Right? Yeah. He, he is. In all the best ways. Yep. All yeah. the best ways. He's yeah. always a good friend to people and he's very practical. Yeah, right? he is. He's very practical. Yep. He looks he looks at the at the at the you know, like like let's just say you get a um a bill at a restaurant. He actually reads it and looks at it. And I rarely like actually run it over to make sure it's right. I just go, is that a good number? That's a good number. And then you move on. Like he's very practical, you know, did we order that? I don't think we ordered that. He's lovely. It's beautiful. Charming. And you know, it's just great. It's I, it's I, it's like the way he is. You know, we <laughs> yeah. love him. We love yeah. him. Big yeah. iron fans. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think in general people recognize you more from 90210 or One Tree Hill? That's what I was going to ask. Oh, see, we think it's fun. Well, obviously, it's it's an age thing. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, yes, um, yes. We it's know funny that. because the mothers, because there's <laughs> a lot of fans of One Tree Hill that are, you know, now older because the show, I guess we ended in 2011. It's 2022. So when they first started watching it, let's say they were 13 and now they're in their 30s. Well, their mothers in their 50s were fans of 90210, which right. is like, okay, so I have this generational jump here. And I love it. I, I was at um, an iHeart event with the drama queens last weekend, just before I came back to CI. And um, I was in Philadelphia on their drama queens tour. Oh, nice. And it was so many people were yelling John Sears in the oh, crowd. My God. And they were like, and the girls, you know, Sophia and everyone were like, wow, that show was, was big. I'm like, it was huge. Like, we, you know, we, we were really, One Tree Hill was a relatively small show compared to what 90210 was in, in, the, in the scheme of things. 
Yeah. Right? I mean, I guess. I, I don't. I, it was a huge hit, too. So, and a, a yeah. cult, like a cult following. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the appropriate word, too. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we all know that a healthy diet and regular exercise is key when it comes to feeling your best inside and out. But if you feel like you are putting in the work, you could just still use a little extra help getting rid of unwanted fat in stubborn areas of your body. Sonobello can help. Sonobello doctors use micro laser technology to help you lose fat in areas like your tummy, thighs, or even your arms. Nothing can take the place of a healthy lifestyle. But it is good to know that Sonobello offers ways to help you achieve the results you are looking for. Give yourself the gift of a full body reset. You deserve to be happy. Schedule your free consultation, learn all about micro laser fat removal, and ask about their techniques to remove loose skin. Sonobello is running a great special right now, by the way. Visit sonobello.com slash OMG. That's Sono. Bello, B-E-L-L-O dot com slash O-M-G. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV DJs, Downtown Julie Brown, Matt Pinfield, and Lisa Loeb. Taking place January 31st through February 5th, 2025 on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, which will be completely transformed to take you back in time for a nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to amazing stops in Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico. Head to the 90scruise.com to book your cabin. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you feel like you have a long to-do list and it's overwhelming to look at, you're not alone. Between work, family, and other responsibilities, the pressure can really take a toll on your well-being and especially your mental health. But therapy can be a great way to work through that stress and help alleviate the pressure we put on ourselves. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's flexible, it's convenient, and entirely online. With BetterHelp, you can make time for yourself and talk to someone who can help you prioritize things that really matter. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to be matched with a licensed therapist Plus, you can switch therapists at any time at no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash 90210 today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash 90210. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. What are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every. Grey's Ever. Now streaming on Hulu.
and new episodes Friday. I don't know what's going to happen with John and Kelly. She doesn't. And, but I, I have a feeling it's not going to go well because anything oh. that starts out in, de- in a deceitful kind of energy way as what is happening with their relationship because she has a boyfriend, isn't it never ends well. So I wish he would, would have been a red herring. So we like would have thought it was going that direction. And then he was the good guy. Yeah. So wait, we thought mm. you were on 22 episodes. We thought it was 20- 13. Oh, I'm quite sure it's 22. If I've been telling everybody 22 this long, no, I might have like, we I need might to, have the wrong information. No, I, Wait, I need to Google get paid yourself. for the other episodes. <laughs> Google yourself. Please. I want to get paid for the 10 episodes I didn't get paid for. <laughs> it's okay. Jenny was on the um, CW 90210 and she thought she was on three episodes and she was on 22. So I was no. only on three. What show was that? 90210. Like oh. the other 90210. The young one. Here we are. Okay, let me What's see it right What's now. What's it say? It says, hold on a second. It says, um, Paul Johansson, really good friends with Tori and Jenny. Wow, that's awesome. <laughs> that's IMDb. <laughs> Who knew? Know. I don't know. Did you guys feel that it was like, um, that there is kind of like, uh, I mean, the thing is on, on our show, what was great about One Tree Hill was it became sort of like a female powerhouse show. Like the girls rose to the top. Their storylines got super powerful and really drove the show as the show went on. Like it really mm-hmm. sort of started off a little balanced, maybe a little bit pushing more towards the young boys. Mm-hmm. But then it became sort of like taken over by Hillary and Sophia and Joy. Their storylines became so popular that they wrote in that direction because the popularity was just there. Does that make sense? Yeah, mm-hmm. it makes sense just because the audience, while they love Brandon and Dylan and Steve and David, like they love looking at them. They were probably yeah. more connected with the storylines and the writing of the females. Right? That's Characters. what I think, yeah. too. Absolutely. Makes sense. Makes sense. Wait, Do you see? Did you, you, can you did see you find it? Wait, I got okay, it right here. So I'm you, looking at Seventh Heaven. I'm looking at all these other shows. I did so see. when Robin you started Hood. the show, did they are. say how are. long you would be on? Did they say it's one season? Did it they says say 13. Like, it says 13, 13? episodes. Okay. Ah! 13 Dang episodes. Dang it. Yeah, I think what happened was I was supposed to do like – I think they 22? were 22. Well, I was supposed to do like two seasons. And what happened was mm-hmm. I did one half of a season and then we jumped and then it came back. I think for like one part of the second season wasn't the finale. Was it might've been, it was a big show. Mm-hmm. I know that. I don't um, know. I don't know either. Okay, so you were people. supposed to do two seasons, but then. I, I don't, I think maybe then you got so much was, hate mail because you were so bad to <laughs> Kelly that they were like, we can't. I might have gotten, I think I might have gotten another show. I think what happened was I wasn't available. Oh. I don't think they had booked me and like locked me. I think what happened was I got another series and I think that's what happened. You know, makes sense. You've had a badass career. You've yeah, had you've worked so a lot. much. Like, damn. I've been really, really lucky. I feel like. Well, you're really I, good. That's why. Oh, uh, well, <laughs> I, I, you know what? Don't you feel this way? Don't you feel that you're actually better now than you ever were? I yeah, do. Yeah, I mean, no. you just have. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I look. Don't you look at material now, and you you break it down. You you figure out what your character is about, and and you figure out ways to put like uh, an influence on the character to drive that character with sort with more meaning than was maybe even intended. And so you bring this depth to your characters. It really, for me, is the fun now. I I, I didn't love acting when I was on 90210 because I, I didn't I didn't have the training 
that I that I, I I got later, you know, in my career when I just really started focusing on understanding what we were really doing and and really saw the complex rules coming my way and not being able. I mean, there's there's a I went in for an audition for a guy named um uh um Lawrence Kasdan, who mm-hmm. you know did like mm-hmm. some of my favorite huge. movies, right? Terrific yeah. director, huge director. And I went in and apparently I was his number one choice for the lead role in a movie with uh um, um, Meg Ryan and it was like this breakout role and I came in and I had just given an audition I'd worked on on my own and then when I got to the final callback my agent said before you go in I got to send you to this acting coach so they're going to help you refine this character and they everybody who works with this person gets the job ah. I went and I went great so I went to this acting coach and they worked with me and they started giving me this thing called space props and I said, what? And he showed me basically what it was, was I was pretending I had a suitcase. I was pretending I had my shoes. I was pretending I was putting on a jacket. I was like basically acting with no props. And I was like, this is a little silly. I don't, this is not what I did when I got the callback. And they're like, this always works. So I worked with this head coach and I decided, okay, I got to trust my agent. I was with William Morris or something like that, or whatever it was. So I, I, yeah, thank you. So I walked into the audition and there was uh, Timothy Hudson. Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio, Matt Dillon, um, Kevin Bacon or somebody else like that, and me. And they were all big stars. And Lawrence Kasdan himself comes out of the office and goes, Paul, come on in. And they're kind of like, who's this guy? And I go into the office and he goes, just want you to know, I want you for this part. I've already told everybody, I have to see these other guys. It's like, you know, because, you know, they're, you know, obligations, whatever. But really, this is your just, let's just do what you did on your tape and we'll be great. And I said, I said, well, sure, let me show you what I've done. And I got up and I got my luggage. <laughs> I got my coat oh my and God. I got my shoes and he stopped me. What are you went, doing? What are you doing? <laughs> and he looked like, like, like I, I just like gutted a dolphin on his front lawn. Oh, no. And he said, what is that? And I said, well, these are my space props. Space and he looked at me like I was insane. And I said, yeah, I've like, I got, you know, don't you see my luggage and my briefcase and blah, blah, blah. I was fully bought in. And he said, thanks for coming in. No, <gasps> no. Did you yeah. say I'll go back and do it the other way? <laughs> I had my agents call. I had my agents call. This was like, it literally, Timothy uh, Hudson got the part. Timothy Hutton? Uh, and it was called Timothy Hutton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it was like something in uh, Forget or something Oh, my Paris. God. I know this movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, and uh, that was it. Wow. Something forget Paris or something in Paris, right? I could look it up. That but anyway, that that's one of those situations. You live and you learn. You live and you learn. Don't Did you call that acting coach? Don't fix it if it ain't fi- broke. Did nothing. you call that? You didn't say anything to the acting coach. <laughs> um, I think at that point it was just too late. Did you fire your agent or something? <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh. But eventually, eventually. But I'm yes, so upset right now. I know, I know. But you know, um, my life went in a direction where I'm very happy, and you know, tell I us about your life now. People. Yes, I have an 11 year old boy. His name is Quinn, and it's just him and I. We're just, you know, uh, you know, he's going to the science academy. He's a little genius, and mm. he's a, a lovable nerd. And Aww. he's all about, and, you know, we do homework together and, um, you know, and um, it's just great. It's just, you know, I, I, I work a lot. I'm producing, I produced Nick Cassavetti's last film. Um, I'm producing another one coming up, um, directed a, f- a few things and I write a lot. And, uh, and, you know, I've got, f- I did five films last year acting. I, I'm heading to Detroit to do one. And then I'm going to go to Bulgaria and do another one this year. So I'm working and things are That's fun. It's, it's not like, you know, 
I'm not, um, I don't own a, you know, a castle in the mountains. Yeah, but you're but working and it who feels does? good. I, 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 well, yeah. I've, I've, my life is small, just so you know. Like I have like, I'm really, I have very, I keep my friends really small. I, my, my nut is small. I keep everything. It's a really sort of like really, you know what I mean? It kind of like controllable life. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not, I don't, I'm not the same. Well, I'm not you got to like figure out what works for you and, and yeah. cater to that. And, and you're smart to do that, to keep things in your safe zone. Because why in this day and age, like it's scary out there. Like it's better it's to so keep scary. it small. It is. Look at and that. I think John Sears is all grown up. Yep. He's <laughs> yeah. not a jerk anymore. No. <laughs> well, it was a character, hopefully. I know. I'm but sure it's nice for people already. to see that you were nothing like that character. Yeah. He's an actor, you guys. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, Dan Scott didn't help that much. But yeah. I was, I've made, a, I've made a, a, quite a career on playing bad guys. But, you know, think about your favorite bad guys in history, right? A lot of them were like, I mean, I, I don't know. Some of them were just like, I love Christoph Wentz. Like, I love... What's his name? Is Christopher? Oh, no, Chris. Uh, is it Christoph? I don't know. Uh, you know, from uh, the Django Unchained, mm-hmm. um, Waltz, Christoph Waltz, like guys like that. Like those guys do wonderful bad guys. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really a great career. Larry Hagman, who was on one of your dad True, shows, Dallas. took me aside and said, "I told him like when I was playing these bad guys, he goes." It's the greatest compliment they could ever give you because nobody remembers the good guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on yeah, that, we're going to let you go. But thank you so much for joining us. I loved it was it. really nice reconnecting with you. You thank too. Thank you. you. I'm grateful. To you. you too. Bye. Bye. He's nice. See, he's actually really nice. You he's guys. not a jerk. No. <laughs> he's acting. Wait, yeah. I want to know what the drama though. We ought to have him back on then. He didn't He didn't spill the tea. No. We should have him back on when, like, things get really bad, once you know what he's going to be to Kelly. Oh, That's yeah. when we should have him back in. All okay. right. Let's do it. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on The 90s Cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interaction, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90scruise.com to book your cabin. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. What are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every. Grey's Ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And new episodes Friday.